0: Graham Kemlow speaks with Chris Porter, General Manager of Business Events Victoria, about the advantages of living and meeting in a compact state where Melbourne leads the way in a $12 billion business tourism sector, and the regions are able to participate through their food, wine and lifestyle experiences.
1: Chris, welcome to Travel Writers Radio. You've uh, been with us before. Hey, Graham. How are you going? Yeah, great. Thanks, mate. Chris, Melbourne punches above its weight pretty much in the whole of the global meetings industry, which sometimes casts a bit of a shadow over Victoria, over the other things that are happening in the regions. But I've just come back from a visit to Geelong, uh, one of the important regions, and certainly things are happening out there. There's, there's no lack of activity.
0: Oh, well and truly, and I think, I think it is important, though, that uh, Melbourne does punch above its weight and uh, we do get that global profile of you know Melbourne from a business events perspective is really important but you're right there's there's a lot going on out in our regions there's uh all lots of new hotels being built in in Geelong there's a lot of new product that's come online over the last 12 18 months and a lot of that you know sort of been in the the haze or the shadow of um COVID really so a lot of this new product has sort of come online or 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 come to being throughout COVID and you know that has now given us real opportunity I think to really shine a spotlight on what there is to do in regional Victoria if you just think about what sort of I've been aware of or what's come to us in the last 12 months you know there's Places like Traool Estate up in Seymour, the, the Good Shed up in Ballarat, and a range of other product that actually is now there and be ready to be used and um, a good opportunity to get events out into
1: regional areas. That's absolutely right. I mean, the Good Shed in Ballarat's a great example. That is an old railway goods shed. ...in the newly redeveloped railway station area of Ballarat... ...and there's been a hotel built right there... ...an area that didn't have much in the way of uh, corporate hotels... ...that particular part of Ballarat... ...so that's been uh, a fillip for for the whole uh, city because there's a large event space where you can have personal or corporate celebrations. There's outdoor space there as well. So I've written about it for the magazine and uh, I know you guys were, were involved in its launch, which only happened a few months ago, didn't it?
0: Yeah, that's right. And I think it's these things that are, are so accessible to Melbourne. They're so easy to, to get to. And with the, the road networks and the rail networks that we do have, it is really a good opportunity to be able to get these people events out in. But from a Ballarat perspective... And a venue like that, it's, it's, a, it's a real game changer. It's, you know There are some good product already in and around the, the, the destination, but having another reason to go to a place like Ballarat and uh, host an event at a, at a brand new property is um, exceptional.
1: Mm. Now, look, the truth is that most corporates, particularly, who want to have a meeting, want to get their delegates, their team members, their staff out of town. Because if they try to do it in the city hotel, the fear is they're going to lose them at lunchtime. They'll go back to the office. And uh, so, of course, they like the 60 to 90 minute uh, time frame to to take them that far out of the city, which Mm. virtually brings them into your territory uh, as soon as they hit the sort of 60 minute mark, doesn't it?
0: Oh well and truly really, we've got venues that are within half an hour of of Melbourne that we we work really closely with and that's the benefit that Victoria has as a competitive advantage over a lot of other regional destinations is how close the regions are to Melbourne. Yes. Within half an hour, you can be in the Yarra Valley. You can be, you know, on you know West Gippsland. You can be, you know, the top end of the Mornington Peninsula and places like that. And so you do have a wide variety of regions that are really close. I do. I do agree with you though that. Um, you know, getting them away from the distractions of, of Melbourne is a is a really good thing. Um, but, you know, I always sort of say, you know, a, a conference room is a is a conference room and, you know, it's four walls and it's chairs and it's a projector and things like that. But what actually drives or what the benefit of actually hosting an event in regional is, what comes around it, what else you can do while you're there and the natural environment and get your teams and things thinking differently around what they should be doing. And, you know, change of environment is better than a, um, or change of scenery is better than uh, uh, just hosting it in what you're usually doing in the city or somewhere else that you're aware of.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Could, couldn't agree more. Chris, um, what's business events worth from uh, the perspective of regional uh, Victoria?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a number that we, we, we it floats around a little bit. Like business mm. events to Victoria in total are around the $12 billion mark. Right. Um, there hasn't been a great amount of research done on the actual value of regional business events. So landing on an exact figure has always been a bit of a challenge. With the formation though of the um, uh, recent federal body, the Australian Business Events uh, Association, they are actually looking at doing a, uh, a new research project Hopefully over the next um, 12 months Which will hopefully be able to allow us To be able to shine a bit more of a light On the value of the business events industry To okay. regional destinations mm. And uh, go on I
1: was just going to say But if Melbourne is arguably 90% Of the business events activity That still leaves the region's worth you know, more than yeah. a billion or two billion dollars, right?
0: Exactly, exactly right. And a very good point there. And it's it's an under. Valued part of the visitor economy, I suppose. It's people, it's a bit of that unsexiness that people don't realise that the number of events that do occur, we we don't have large, we don't have super large venues, so we can't host events for, you know, five or business events for five to 10,000 people. So we just don't have the functionality where you can do something like that, like a MCEC does in, in Melbourne. Sure. But, you know, having a, a regular stream of events that occur in regional destinations on an ongoing basis basis they add up and as we know the the business event delegate they spend you know two or three times more than a than a leisure tourist and you know generally they they revisit a destination once they've been there with their family so the benefits are a long um a long searching as well
1: right now the elephant in the room as far as uh, business events are concerned in regional Victoria is the Geelong Convention Centre. When I was mm. down there, I wandered round. It's got a lovely hoarding around the outside and yes, it is coming out of the ground, but I think I was looking mainly at foundations. Uh, it's due in 2026. It's going to be able to cater for 1,000 people in a plenary setting. That's like a pillarless uh, hall, mm. rake theatre, whatever. Um, how many thousand... Person's meetings. Do you think uh, Regional Victoria might hold, Chris?
0: Well, it is a, it is a, it is a game changer, really. We, uh, we really haven't been able to attract these size or shape of events before because we just haven't had the. Uh, available space to do it but there are function centers all the way up you know the queensland coast that are this size of a venue and actually do attract um business events of that size on a regular basis the other uh, advantage or beauty that uh, the geelong convention center has is the access that it'll have through avalon airport the access that it has out of melbourne as well so the, the exact number um, is you know a, a work in progress. There are obviously a number of events out there that we'll be actively targeting, but also the Geelong Convention Center is going to be bigger than just the traditional conference market. It has to embed itself within the community and it'll be used as well and truly throughout the year by other community events and things that go through that venue. Yeah them. I'm but, sure uh, I'm sure there well. is a uh, there is a, pro- there is a, uh, a, a working in plan I'm sure to attract those larger events to the destination to get them into Geelong.
1: Yeah, no, there's, there's no question about that. I mean, things like the Avalon Air Show, uh, they wouldn't come and stay in Melbourne because uh, they can go straight to some wonderful accommodation or some side meetings, etc., uh, at the Geelong Convention Centre once it's open.
0: Well and truly, and you know, the number of hotels that are coming into Geelong or have just opened in Geelong or have been planned for Geelong over the next uh, couple of years is only going to mean that. Uh you got the good accommodation stock that actually need that you need to have alongside those lighter venues.
1: Yeah. So, Chris, um, you're confident about the regional Victoria and the and the event space. Yeah, well and truly, it's
0: been a. Um, we had a bit of a sugar hit coming out of um, out of the COVID period. Everyone was getting back and running events again, or catching up back on events that they that they didn't have during that period. Um, there were some challenges that came al- along with that as well with you know shorter lead times and uh, uh, venue availability and things which made it somewhat challenging. But um, what we've sort of seen is that um, demand I- is definitely there. It has, it has softened a little bit over the past um, a little bit of the cost of living pressures are, are yeah. coming through a little bit, I feel. But, um, you know, we're, we're we're a robust industry and, you know, people do like to get together and, and meet. And, and with more people working from home, there is, you know, greater in purpose or greater intent to actually get teams together, um, more so these days than probably what there was pre-COVID. So there's opportunities in that space as well.
1: Right, that sounds great. Now, you're going to be represented at AIM, which is the industry's get-together in February here in Melbourne, Um, you you obviously have a number of your uh, member representatives there from all around the state.
0: Yeah, well and truly, well, we partner with the Melbourne Convention Bureau at uh, at the event and we have the um, the Melbourne Victoria stand and we um, have a number of our partners joining us and there's quite a few coming out of Geelong, which, which is great. Um, we've also, you know, the likes of Bendigo and Ballarat will be there with Shepparton, Mornington Peninsula, RACV and things. So it's a really great collective approach because it is a, such a large international event and having that profile alongside Melbourne and working collectively as almost Team Victoria is really important to be able to shine a spotlight on on our regions alongside um, what is Melbourne.
1: Right. So if you're an executive assistant or a conference organiser who's been charged with having a meeting for your organisation, whether it's a corporate or an association, you um, a good place to go would be AIM in February. You can catch up with the people from regional Victoria uh, if, and they'll be able to tell you what sort of opportunities there are for your size of group, your, your chosen distance from the city or your orientation. You want the mountains, you want the beach, um, you want something divine and the food. We've got it all. You've, you've really got a great uh, choice. and I guess Victoria is a small, compact state, so you really the world's at your feet.
0: Yeah, and I think it's it's a really good point. If you don't know where to start, I think even coming and talking to the team at Business Events Victoria, because we don't have any venues, but we've got venues that can can cater to everyone's needs. Everything from a small, small, high-end executive retreat up to your five, six hundred person association conferences. You will find something in Victoria that will suit your needs, and we'll be able to point you in the right direction. A lot of challenges that we find with you know clients that we work with is they just sometimes don't know what they don't know, and right. so coming to us, we can you know point them in the re- in the right direction. We can. Um, uh, open their eyes to certain situations or certain venues that they hadn't even heard of or didn't even know existed so you know that's what we kind of say come and talk to the experts and we'll be able to get you something for your next event. And you're not
1: driven by profit or any particular margin you need to make. Um, No we are membership base. we're
0: we're, we're really all about trying to get as many events out into our regional partners as we potentially can and um, you know and if if, um, your event is a success out in regional Victoria then that's all we're really worried about you know making sure that you get the best out of your um events
1: now yeah we talk events i I think often we are meaning meetings there's also Mm. the incentive side of Uh. uh, this industry where your um, clients or your staff can be shown an absolutely fabulous time Uh, What are the incentive destinations that spring to mind in regional Victoria, Chris?
0: Yeah, there's one that we recently um, worked on, uh, which was down to the Mornington Peninsula region. So, you know, incentive groups are really focused on destinations that are, you know, really strong in their leisure market as well. So um, a recent incentive group that we've um, worked on is heading down to Mornington Peninsula. So they're doing a lot of the thermal springs, doing a lot of the food and wine that's available to them down there. Um, but you know, I think most destinations in in regional Victoria are good for a um a good for an incentive travel, and you know you're only really limited by your imagination when it comes to an incentive group and and where they can potentially go in um regional Victoria. There are so many different options that are available to you. We kind of highlighted this a little bit around you know. If it's coastal or nature or um, experience or, or, or um, adventure or food and wine, um, you do have all these opportunities to um, experience them in regional, Vic.
1: Chris Porter, thank you so much uh, for your time and for your wisdom and for being on Travel Writers Radio. Pleasure, Graham. Always a pleasure.